Can we as a people trust the media? This is quite the diverse topic and there's definitely a lot of depth to it, especially in the present day with what's been going on. Now, I'm not going to give you the pros and cons because you can find most of that stuff on the internet and half of it isn't even particularly relevant anyways. Instead, I'm going to give you real life examples of what people can actually relate to when people watch the news and then they go home in the evening to talk about it at the dinner table with their family. The news itself is biased, and it always will be. They do a great job of hiding the extent of their bias, and their sources oftentimes are derived from institutions that push a very similar agenda. And the sole notion of bias in the media speaks towards the direction that media outlets are working towards. Because media outlets in today's climate in particular, they often find themselves in a combative state against other competing outlets whose values clash entirely. And they become so embroiled in their agenda, even against fighting others, that the loss of objectivity becomes apparent even to the average viewer. And this is pretty problematic if you ask me, because there are greater implications than meets the eye. Now, this manifests into a subset of people who begin to distrust the media and then lean towards third-party news outlets, expecting a much higher degree of objectivity, which is almost never the case. In fact, at many cases, it's almost reverse. Now, I understand that it may seem like I'm trying to direct people's news viewership, but the only message here is to speculate upon the news that is provided to you as an individual and understand the bias of those providing the information. This whole ideology that the far left and the far right have fucked up the entire media cycle is not some crazy conspiracy. In fact, it's got quite some merit, to be honest with you. Because news today has become so hyper-focused towards catchy headlines and clickbait to keep mildly interested viewers sucked into the endless loop of content that just repeats itself over and over again. And they purposely deceive viewers by altering headlines to make them way more attractive than what they really are. The internet is a treasure trove of knowledge, and I think almost everyone can agree, but that's only if you look in the right places, and I cannot stress that enough, because Learn to, learning to do meaningful research and cross-references with learned information against multiple sources is what, is what people need to do. Because for those who argue, well, what is the right place and we can't trust anyone, I'd say it's impossible to avoid a biased form of mass information and it helps to take the media with a grain of salt. Because just like with almost every other aspect in life, many things in life aren't exactly certain. So only in theory can things be certain, and no, no matter how big any particular news and media organization is, that is the furthest extent to which one can credit any kind of source only with the basis that many things in life are not certain. So only in theory can things be certain, but life happens and occurs and events and instances pop up in very gray areas. So the way I see it, the media is to be trusted to the extent that we as a people allow it to be trusted. So let me explain what I mean by that. The power is in the hands of the people. If people actively consider that the media is being dishonest or whatnot, there comes a point where people call out their bullshit and you can see this all over social media nowadays. If people can come together in the case of organizing activities and rallies and so on and so forth, then it's possible that we can apply that same method of thinking towards the way in which we view mainstream media. We can hold the media accountable to provide us the truth the same way that we hold all public institutions accountable. 
But the thought that it ends then and there sadly isn't reality. We must also understand that whatever the media showcases on a 24-hour news cycle is inherently meant to pull the viewer in with headlines, regardless of what anyone says. Now, if there are facts that don't fit their agenda, or facts that don't exactly fit a headline to grab their viewers' attention, they will likely not speak of it. Even when the media is obligated to speak of an issue because of public outcry, they tend to manipulate the information. But it's not always if they covered it, but more rather how they covered it. Did they breeze across it because it's something they really didn't want to cover, or did they cover it to the extent that it satisfies the amount of people that demanded it be covered? Because we must remember that the same concepts apply in regards to the power of the people versus the government. We must also remember that the people versus the mainstream media should be conducted in the exact same way. If enough people congregate together a movement, whether that is online or in person, they can force the media to report on it, and there will eventually come a point where the media will have no choice but to cover it to the full extent that this coalition of people demand it be covered for. And we're certainly seeing that in the case of George Floyd protests. It's quite apparent that the media, with regards to this, is reluctantly running these segments as it exposes the hypocrisy of authority figures in the government uh, in this modern age. Now, most of these mainstream media outlets tend to have a certain bias towards them, so no matter what you do or say, they will twist it to their narrative, most of the time. But the key is to focus on significant aspects of the information that you, as a viewer and as an individual, find to be the least biased. And if we're talking from a geographical standpoint then it really varies because you have to see if the major media outlets in other countries are controlled by a particular government party or dictator, so on and so forth. Now, a topic like this is not black and white, and it never was, nor will it ever be. But the nice thing is that nowadays in the modern age, things are becoming a little bit more transparent. However, at the same time, like I said earlier, the internet is a treasure trove, but you have to watch where you look. Because just like it's also more transparent, it's also way more deceptive if you look in the wrong places. Propaganda runs rampant in these kind of situations because it can. And that is the result of this sometimes. And who would be there to stop them? And that's the thing. That's one of the reasons why the media sometimes showcases certain things that we don't even realize is subliminally propaganda work. Not because they always want to or, you know, for certain particular reasons that maybe a conspiracy theorist would think is part of an agenda. And that may be the case sometimes, but it is mainly because they can. And who the hell would be there to stop them? And now there's a certain quote by Ronald Reagan that I really like, that I think he took from, I think it was a Russian philosopher or an old Russian saying when he was in office uh, during his time in his administration. And the quote is, trust but verify. And sometimes, as a matter of fact, I would even dare to say that in most cases, verifying means coming to your own conclusions and not relying on others to do it for you. Now, at the end of the day, it comes down to what you think. So it was always good to take a little bit, uh, as they say, a grain of salt from one article and from one outlet and then go to another source and another source and another source and then come together to formulate your own opinion. 
because it's not like it was 30, 40 years ago where everyone went home at night and they watched the same one or two national news channels and they would all talk about it the next day with generally the same opinion because it was what the same one or two media outlets or news stations displayed and showcased. The nice thing now is that people can have a conversation way more often than not because of there being more transparency and because of the internet. And I also do want to say that thanks to the internet, I feel as though a lot of media outlets are being forced to become a little more transparent or they realize they cannot keep up in this modern day and age.